Hello, Josh. Hello there. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. So, have you heard the Shard Tinder story? Uh, I believe I believe I have, but please, please remind me of the specifics. So, for those of you who have not uh, heard of this story, basically, this girl matched with this guy on Tinder, for some kind of stupid reason, goes to the Shard, um, which is obviously pretty fancy for her first date with this guy. And they get to this restaurant, and he's forgotten his wallet. So, she's like, oh, cool, it's fine, I'll pay. And instead of ordering the cheapest bottle of wine which is obviously what you do on I'm obviously trying to impress people on a date but obviously you're you at the shard yeah. you're going for the house white well I think you go my rule is you go second cheapest so yeah. you don't look cheap but instead of that <laughs> what she did was she accidentally ordered a very expensive wine and the bill came at the end and the bill was for £15,000 now in response to that the people at the shard the kind people at the shard didn't call the police but they instead let her pay off a direct debit for 10 years. So I guess a few questions. Firstly, why would you not look at the menu? Uh, yeah, I think it's like you sort of just maybe just ran your finger down and be like, oh, yeah, sure, I don't know, red, yeah, that sounds fine. And, unless, but like, unless you're fucking rich. It's yeah. like you, you don't go to Topshop and not look at the price <laughs> or something, right? I don't go to Topshop. Um, <laughs> Weird. <laughs> but no, I, mean, I think, I don't know, I don't know, I've never been to fan that fancy restaurant, but quite often, do they not have the prices? Maybe they don't. I don't know, maybe it's in like a separate literature. Like, I think you have to ask the guy nicely. But I mean, I don't know. I also feel like the restaurant kind of fucked up if they, if they don't warn you, if they come to the table and say, this bottle is five grand, you should you want it I feel like that's basic like common courtesy you can't do that because that's insulting yeah but I'd obviously <laughs> but do you, do you not think like oh if they come over and you're like oh you sure you want to spend five grand and it's like yes I, I am I'm very wealthy and, and, and sick this yeah. is a great time <laughs> <laughs> secondly why the fuck would you go on a first date to the shard well this is the thing is that I always have this debate in my head <laughs> about <laughs> daily <laughs> uh, daily every hour I'm tortured by this question no but when you're planning a date sometimes you basically want to get the right vibe mm. and you don't want to like intimidate them but also you don't want to spend a lot of money in case you get rinsed and it's a really shit time because I've been on dates where people have taken me for a fucking mug <laughs> and I've ended up spending like 60 quid on some really shit chat drinks weren't even that good so you want to avoid that situation but equally you like don't want to take them to a spoons yeah I think if you if you, if you are lucky enough to, to be balling and you don't mind just dropping like 200 quid on a date fuck it why not but I still probably wouldn't go to the shard because then that feels like it's playing your hand a bit early. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, where do you go from there? Like, what's next? A helicopter? Yeah, A triple A? I know, one of my friends went on, like, a second date with a guy to Paris for, like, three days. Classic. Just cramming all your dates into one weekend that maybe... I feel like if you're doing shit like that, you're just boring as fuck. Is that is that mean? Like, like you need to just show do off Do you know what it much? is? Yeah, it's, I saw this thing go viral on Twitter the other day about this couple who matched on Bumble. And she was like, should we just be crazy and just oh, book, like, crazy, a love like oh my god Bumble tweeted out and it became like a whole thing and then airlines were like can we pay you to go somewhere and it just feels a bit like you're doing it for the attention you're doing it for the story which I sort of feel with, with the Shard thing yeah. it kind of feels a bit like viral attention grabby story that is maybe secretly an advert for the Shard because we're fucking talking about the Shard now aren't we <laughs> Or the wine, I don't know. Everything's marketing, people stay woke. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, it is a fake story, so right. sorry. <laughs> sorry to everyone out there who believed us or listened to that voice note that was going around in everyone's WhatsApp. It didn't happen. They're always Tinder. People, I think, are much more willing to believe that you meet weirdos on yeah. Tinder. So the, t the Tinder one I've heard is that this girl goes out for dinner with this guy. They end up back at his, and suddenly she really needs to go to the toilet, like really urgently for a poo. <laughs> 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 Which is weird, because I know that girls, girls don't poo. We so don't poo. Weird. No. Yeah, apparently... She just absolutely just goes nuts in his toilet. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's so grim. So basically, the whole thing is a conspiracy, and this guy loves to make girls shit, and he spikes their drinks with laxative for the whole day, and then undoes the toilet while they're shitting and watches them shit. That went viral so many times, and people were so, they're like, this is the dangers of Tinder. You don't know who you're meeting. It's like, well, that clearly didn't happen, did it? Like, it just feels like it would have been a national news story, and they would have sent a BBC reporter to, like, this guy's house being like, we're in here, there's a sex queen inside. <laughs> and they just didn't. I mean, I do obviously think there are weird sex fetish people out there. You know, you go listen to the fetish episode for more on that. But um, 99% of the time on Tinder, you just have a really shit, boring date with someone that's quite dead. And more of that later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. And welcome to Is It In Yet? But Spooky. So this week is Is It In Yet? Times Halloween. Fucking terrifying. Because we have some terrifying first date stories for you. We did a big call out on our Instagram and asked you guys to send in some stories and boy have you delivered. Not even like little short clips but people have written like notes and pages on their phone. I'm really, really excited to share them. Just want to remind everyone to subscribe uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or follow us if you're listening to us on Spotify. I've got a game for us. Again, obviously. Yay! <laughs> so we are going to play Would You Rather? First dates edition. Love it. So I will admit I've stolen a few of these questions from a BuzzFeed quiz, which is really funny. And then I've also made some up myself, which will probably be the weird one. So apologies for that. Great. <laughs> okay. Would you rather run into your ex on a date or run into their really fit ex? Oh. Oh. oh, my ex. The ex-girlfriend of theirs, or if they were really, really fit, they might just think, oh, what I've missed out on. They'll, they'll be so there, like, literally comparing yeah. you two, like, sizing you both up. My confidence <laughs> couldn't handle that. I wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> okay, would you rather go to a date straight from the gym with no shower, or go to a date on the way home from a night out, but you've just been to the takeaway and you've got, like, hummus on your lips? I'd rather go <laughs> after takeaway, definitely. Why? Because I'm probably really drunk, I'm probably really, really fun mood, and I've already my makeup on even if it looks a little bit sweaty very, very and I'm sweaty. probably looking pretty good because of what my like my clubbing outfit but you have got a hummus on your lip that's okay okay they can lick it off oy! <laughs> oy, oy. <laughs> would you rather have sex on every first date you have or only ever be allowed to have sex on the 10th date Oh, that's a really good one. <laughs> Thank you. I would be tenth because I feel like you could avoid a lot of bad sex. Yeah, but the, statistically, the tenth date sex isn't going to be any better. You're actually you've got more tickets to the lottery if you're having sex every first date. But you've got True. more of an emotional bond on the tenth date. Also, I get quite pissed on a first date, so I'm always quite upset. That's pissed right now. So slutty today, yeah. Lucy. Nice. I'm saying tenth. Okay. Yeah. Do you think I don't think I could last ten dates? What would you do? Oh, to a first date, 100%. See, but then I think, like, you can establish <laughs> a really good connection by the 10th date. But you can also have sex with someone on the first date and, and then... Have a really good connection. Have a good connection. Yeah. You'd be, like, running out of ideas by 10th date. You would have already taken them bouldering, walking, <laughs> See, I don't, I, don't, I don't think I'd have a problem in keeping them interested. It's more that... Because, you know, you might get to the 10th date and the chemistry might actually be 
really off when yeah. you're having sex because I know well, so you might have, you might have discovered all their red flags by that point well you can like, stop dating them and not have sex with them which is you have to wait for the third date again you're not having sex ever I mean, like that means it's been 84 years <laughs> Okay, so I have, a, I have a really funny story from my friend. She was on this dating app called Raya. Have you heard of it? No, I've heard of that. So this dating app is, you have to apply to join. And it's it's supposed to be full of famous people. So a lot of DJs, actors on there. But there's also a lot of like pretty C-list celebs on there as well who think they're too good for Tinder and Bumble and Hinge and stuff. Got it. Anyway, one of my friends went on it and she said there's lots of footballers on there. Lots of footballers who have wives, I bet. by the way. Using it. And the profile is actually pretty cringe in itself. So it's basically a slideshow and you can put as many pictures of yourself on there as you want and oh, videos. I think I've seen it, yeah. Yeah, and you also have to choose a song, which is, I think, terrifying because do you go funny or do you go, like, serious? Yeah. She was chatting to this guy on Raya. They decided to go for a date and they went to this nice restaurant and King's Cross, the Lighterman. We've all been there before. Lovely pub. Yeah, and they, oh, I love that yeah, place. like it's it's not super fancy, but they plan to have dinner, and you know you can you can rack up quite a bill there. Great vibe. Yeah, and he's you know a footballer. She's like, cool, it's gonna be quite fancy. She goes in heels. She looks really really nice. Mm-hmm. He arrives late. Ugh. Oh, oh, red flag number one and they're sitting it's the hottest day of the year she said and they're sat inside and firstly he is about five foot five which is fine by the way but she is about six foot and they sit down and he's wearing sunglasses and I'm just going to like paint the picture for you he's wearing he's wearing he's wearing ripped jeans oh my that's very big yeah that's a red flag ripped jeans and I can't remember the brand but like you know the thing with the V Beja Beja. trainer brand. Yeah, yeah. He's wearing like some sort of kind of basic V-neck, Beja style, like Lila Scott sort of vibe top. Yeah. Just like, just not great outfit. V-neck. And he's wearing, no, not at all. And he's wearing these aviator glasses. And you know which aviator glasses I mean? And they're like reflective aviator glasses. Like coloured glass. Yeah, like Top Gun, like Love Island. (laughs) Just not really the vibe. Anyway, he's wearing these sunglasses and they're sat inside and he refuses to take his sunglasses off who does he think he is I know so she's like well, because you... he, he's like a celeb so she just says to him why don't you take your sunglasses off and he just says trust me I look way better with them on and doesn't <gasps> take them off for the whole entire day oh my god this is like in summer when we're always like are they fit or are they sunglasses yeah you, that, it's, it's <laughs> such a thing right I really rate that he actually confirmed it himself <laughs> I look much better with these sunglasses <laughs> on so yeah. what happens at the end of that day so this story gets worse all he could chat about was football. Oh. She said she just sat there. He's a footballer. She just sat there and he just talked at her about football. He started talking about how his mate, his really cool mate, was like a money launderer and had this massive weed farm. And she's like, what you're the cool. <laughs> then they eat their food. So the food was nice, but like she's she's pretty much ready to go off. He, no joke, cocks his leg up and farts. <gasps> Shut up. Up. That and is then, horrible. And then owns up to it and says, oh my god, sorry, I just fired. Oops, I just fired. Oh and my she's like, god. could this go any worse? No. Oh my god. How does, in a restaurant. On the hottest day of the year. <laughs> Think oh of all the god. other lovely things she could have been yeah, doing. That farting is, football that, man. No. And that smell is going to linger on a hot day. Oh. <laughs> oh.
Anyway, that was it. They never spoke again and she is very thankful for that. Would you rather get so drunk that you're sick on the first day and they know about it or get food poisoning and need the toilet constantly? And when I say toilet, I think you know what I mean. Yeah, I would much rather be throwing up. Basically, choosing between sick and diarrhea. Which end (laughs) do you want, (laughs) Dee? I think diarrhea. Do you? I hate being sick. Okay, I've actually got a couple of stories for this. I think there is generally a theme with some of the messages that have been sent today of people just getting too drunk on dates. And sometimes I think it's because people either do something else before, or I've got a couple of mates who I always have nuts, like a little solo, surely. yeah, like a little solo pint before they go on a date where I'm like, you don't really need to do that. Yeah. Anyway, so this is uh, from one of my guy friends. So he said, I went on a bumble date with this girl. We both both worked in central London so decided to meet at a pub in Soho which is basically just like near Oxford Street. I waited patiently for an over an hour for her, had a couple of pints but slowly drank as I didn't want to be too pissed when she turned up. She turned up an hour and a half late. <gasps> literally as I was about to give up and leave but she was absolutely steaming she was dishevelled and could barely string a sentence together like I couldn't even figure out what she did for a living or hear a thing she was saying I did literally all the talking and after about an hour got very bored so decided to leave unfortunately she was going the same way as me which is something I only realised when we both arrived on the same tube carriage we did not sit next to each other or talk to each other which was excruciatingly awkward I'm not even sure she could even speak at this point she got off at the same stop as me but ran off miles ahead of me like she was in a huge rush she then stopped just before the escalators and looked a bit confused I went over to see she's okay but as she turned around she projectile vomited all over my t-shirt so much so that I had to take my t-shirt off and walk around with no shirt on just my jacket I helped her out of the station and put her in a cab needless to say I did not see her again I didn't even get an apology message for her ruining one of my favourite tops or a dry cleaning bill yeah. what a messy bill oh poor guy this guy but I want to go on a date with you <laughs> he sounds very nice he sounds though. very yeah. nice so I've done all of that but fucking out poor guy oh, you don't need to have like five drinks before a date yeah. chill out I have also got another story here that someone sent in on Instagram. So this is a guy from Nottingham Uni, I won't name you. Um, So he says, oh boy, do I have a story. So this wasn't a date, but a hook up. However, it was the first time meeting each other. We'd been talking on Tinder for a little bit, the usual chit chat. And from her photos, she seemed like a reasonably attractive girl, or at least one that would appease my very low standards. (laughs) That's quite mean. Eventually, she invites me around to her house because she and her mates are drinking and playing Guitar Hero one night. That's it! Alright! That's so uni. (laughs) And naturally, being a 32nd year at the time, I saw my opportunity and took it. So I make my way over to hers, and when she opens the door, I realise that not only did this girl look nothing like her photos, but she was also blackout drunk. You know that kind of drunk where the person can't talk straight, and they're hiccuping in between every seventh (gasps) word. Yeah, she was in a bad state. So immediately, I'm formulating a way to get out of this situation. It's sketchy, I don't feel comfortable about this, and I just know that if I make this very poor decision to sleep with this girl it's gonna end badly I will also add that her flatmate offered me a beer when I arrived there and the girl didn't even let me drink it even though she was absolutely trolled the cheek of her <laughs> 
Finally, we make it to her room and she unceremoniously falls into her bed. By this point, I have a cunning plan. I ask her where the bathroom is and I make my way down the hallway. Instead of making the predictable left turn into her bathroom, I make a quick decision to creep down the stairs as quiet as a mouse, get along the long hallway to the front door of her accommodation like I'm in the music of the Pink Panther playing in the background. I open the door and take off, sprinting out into the night as if I was getting chased by the boulder in Indiana Jones. Good storytelling. Never to be seen again. I survived the gauntlet unscathed, so I called an Uber, went back home, ordered a kebab, and had a wank instead. In that order. Love it. She also sent me a lovely message the next day. So this is the message she sent. You absolute cunt. I pulled faces at my flatmates because I realised I certainly didn't want to have you there. Don't fucking dare play any games with any girls, you uni of cunt. Hope you fucking die. Oh my god! <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Hell. You absolute cunt. What time did she send that? Or oh, one o'clock in the morning? It's after he left. Yeah. Love that. I've got a quite a juicy story about an older man who oh, okay. I had last night. My friend was telling me and her best mate had just broken up her boyfriend of four years and she's on Tinder and matched this man who was 45. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of into BDSM anyway, quite likes being a submissive, so it was like, I'm going to go for it. So for the first date, she went to his house, oh, God, which is in the middle of nowhere, like countryside vibes. Does he have like kids and a dog and Don't stuff? Don't think so, okay. think just him on his own. And she gets there and you they're talking and then go to the bedroom he ties her up you know, have sex really good sex and then at one point he starts he's on FaceTime oh and God. she thinks he's face you know he's doing face to face with the person on FaceTime actually the FaceTime is facing her and he's like look Gary look Gary like, oh. but she's loving it she was like because she was loving it because she was there like tied up like hi Gary like enjoying the attention Gary's the next door neighbour and Gary's like come over for a barbecue we'll have a bit of fun oh my god so he unties her they go over to Gary's for a barbecue just those three two 45 year old men and her she's 21 by the way and they're like uh would you mind slipping on this outfit it's a full french maid's outfit oh my god she's happy about this by the way this isn't like creepy in her eyes in her eyes she's loving it so she's wearing this french maid's outfit to this barbecue and they're just sat there eating their sausages and their burgers finish the barbecue and then gary's like actually would you mind now just stripping off and just being naked and so she then just parades around naked for the rest of the evening and her and the 45 year old man end up having sex in Gary's house. But Gary doesn't join in. No, I think Gary's an observer. Oh my god. (laughs) What is this relationship that this man has with his next door neighbour where he like I know. His girls that he brings home he just like sends over a postcard. Well it all unravelled that he ended up having quite a few young women who he was uh, courting with. (laughs) That's what that is. (laughs) One day she went over and he was like oh um, Tamazin's coming round. Hope you don't mind. And he was setting up a threesome. She was like actually do you mind a little bit. Wow. Um, but she carried on seeing him for ages. Really? Yeah. Wild. Good, right? She's hilarious. I love her. Spooky. Spooky. I've got more would you rather, don't you worry. Lovely. Would you rather, this is one for you, Dee, bouldering on a first date Ooh. or go for a 5k run on a first date? She's off boulder. Oh, I'm bouldering too, actually. Bouldering. Yeah. I hate running. Bouldering. What about a 2k run? No, I really fucking hate running. No, I, don't, I don't want it to turn like, into a competitive thing. <laughs> oh, do you know what? I absolutely hate every episode. There's something I absolutely fucking hate. <laughs> yeah. People, she is. couples, we park run. Fuck off. <laughs> 
And do you know what they do? They're smug enough to put it on Instagram yeah. at 10 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. They're like, oh, I did the park run. It's like, well, we're in fucking bed hangover. So fuck you. <laughs> oh, God, I'm same. <laughs> <laughs> okay, would you rather go on a first date to McDonald's with someone mega fun mm-hmm. or go to a fancy restaurant like the Shard that you could never afford with someone fit but boring? God. Maccas, yeah. What would you order? Um, uh, what, at McDonald's? Yeah. I get chicken slacks and chips mm. and maybe a strawberry milkshake. Yeah. If I'm feeling fruity. Always Big Mac meal for me. I might get McDonald's for lunch. Talking <laughs> Let's about. do it. Should we see if we can pick up a couple of dates? Oh, do you know what I would do? <laughs> Big Mac meal and 20 box share Oh, a bit of a sharing tapas yeah. vibe would be okay. quite cute. Maybe an apple pie fitting. Or McFlurry, both. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have a story about McDonald's and this is so classic. It's a real whirlwind. So someone sent this in via Instagram. So my friend sent me up on a blind date with this guy she knew. We messaged a little before and he seemed fun and had pretty good chat he suggests dinner he says he has a place in mind so he'll pick me up and drive us okay he has a car <gasps> check oh. not sure what car it is but I think that's good now I'm not expecting a super swanky fancy dinner but I was kind of expecting a sit down meal somewhere but no we go to a McDonald's drive through oh my god he, or- he orders a Big Mac and then asks if I want anything what? I panicked and ended up just getting a McFlurry for dinner kind of gutted about that anyway we then drive around town while we eat this is so like being 17. Drive round town. <laughs> Probably with like Chase and Status blaring in yeah, the background. Oh, stop, <laughs> it. stop it. Bit of dubstep maybe. Bit of drum and bass. Um, bit of Skrillex. Bit of Skrillex. <laughs> the sun wide open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. I was trying to think of an escape when he suddenly suggests going to the cinema. Oh, this God, gets this so is... school. I decide to give him the benefit of the doubt. We get to the cinema. He then drives all the way to the back of the car park. He then turns to me and says how about it then <gasps> while holding up a condom <laughs> in, the back of, in the back of the cinema car park what I was expecting like a little finger in the cinema then I wasn't expecting that I politely Never declined the cinema you Grace <laughs> you spread the vibe <laughs> very wrong he has not nailed that I politely decline and suggest we just end the day good girl he shrugs and says he prefers brunettes anyway <gasps> he then says well I'm gonna go and watch a film so bye and then gets out of his car in shock I just stay sat there in his car so he then had to ask me to leave so he could lock it yeah so she gets out of the car I'm now stood in a dark dodgy cinema car park on my own and it's about an hour and a half's walk home I order an uber and finally escape and decide to have a little chat with my friend who set me up with this charmer I get to hers and there is a rugby society prize of around 20 people going on in her house I tell them all my tale drown my sorrows with a few wines and quickly move on from the disaster but it gets worse a while later we're all merry from our prees and the doorbell rings I'm nearest to the door so off I go to open it no, no. guess who it no. was no no cinema man yep yep it was him obviously wanted to chat to our mutual friend about his shit date who wouldn't shag him in Odeon car park instead of just leaving like any normal human he decided to join the prees no of course everyone else at prees is absolutely loving it it somehow ended up turning into a messed up therapy session for us I just drank as much wine as I could to cope luckily it ended more funny than anything else it was also the worst date of my life zero out of ten would not recommend note the friend who set me up felt really bad she honestly thought he was okay well he wasn't that was a that was a film that really was a film okay should we play connor's message i think it's good basically i 
dipped my toes into the pool of cougars and got myself on plentyoffish.com. Um, and then I met up with this girl in Bracknell. Says it all really, isn't it? I think her name was Kira. And turned up to go and pick her up and go out on a date. And she was washing the car. I thought, that's a bit weird. Got out. Said, oh, yeah, how you doing? I'm Connor. Um, she said, oh, I'm just going to wash the car and then we'll go out. So I did what any respectable man would have done. Picked up a bucket and sponge and started scrubbing, really. And then... Uh, then she said, oh, actually, I don't really fancy going out. And her dad came back and we ended up having KFC with her dad, which is a bit weird. He paid for it. And I then left and didn't speak again. But she got a free car wash. I got a free KFC. So who's the real winner? Me, obviously. That comes from my really good friend Connor, who honestly could sell the rights to his life to Netflix because he has so many good stories like that. Bracknell was about a 45 minute drive from where we live, so he was really committed to the cause. Wow. wow. I love that there was a moment where the dad came back and he wasn't worried or scared at all, yeah. he was just there washing the car. And the dad's like, Oh, should we get KFC in? And he's like, Yeah, all right, mate. Yeah, all right. Connor's third point, the dad was just talking to him about his job. He just sells those massive industrial electric heaters and was just talking to Connor and Connor was like eating his chicken great <laughs> cool mate sounds great mate <laughs> do you reckon the dad knew that it was a date like how was she explaining mm. that maybe she was just like oh this is my mate Connor yeah who maybe this is my car cleaner is <laughs> 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 alright if he comes in <laughs> <laughs> on the uh, on the theme of McDonald's, this, this story doesn't begin there, but it ends there. But my <laughs> friend was telling me about his uh, old housemate who was in, I think, somewhere in China visiting a friend, and they're in a really fancy bar, just her and her mate having a chat, and they get talking to this guy. One thing leads to another. They both end up in this guy's apartment, who lives in a lovely big tower block, and he wants to have a threesome with both of them. And the mate's like, actually, no, I'm okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm good. Zip out. <laughs> and so uh, the mate and this guy are having sex and he just pulls out and comes in her face and she was like oh okay well fuck you and just leaves and goes straight downstairs to McDonald's on the ground floor hasn't even done a thing to her face at this point it's just like let's come on it and just orders a Big Mac and just like has to wipe off her cummy face in McDonald's oh my god she had, so she had a cummy face in McDonald's yeah oh my she was god. so shocked about what had just happened she was like I'm just gonna fucking go didn't even ask where the bathroom was didn't even wipe her face like go yeah. I mean they probably thought it was like no or something. <laughs> oh. So you know that whole thing about semen <laughs> like on your face yeah. being good for your skin. Yeah, is that a lie? I don't know. It's Apparently, like it's true. Going to Paltrow shit, but because I like recently had a thought that maybe, <sighs> but maybe I should try it. Next <laughs> week's <laughs> episode. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know if it's scientifically proved, mm. but there's some there's some people out there doing it, and you know what? Good on them. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy your tight skin. <laughs> So, ladies, you're on a first date. What are your biggest no-nos, your biggest pet peeves? I hate that phrase, but what are your biggest turn-offs? Like, give me three. I, I know guess- you hate shoes. Yeah. Bad trainers. Yeah, so that would definitely <laughs> be one for me. I'm big stickler for bad manners. The way they eat? Yeah, eating with your mouth open, holding your knife when eating. Ooh. Um, that's very particular. Well, <laughs> sorry, sorry, not holding your knife and eating. Holding your knife when talking. And pointing like, it at you. Pointing it and waving it around. Yeah. I fucking hate that. That's so put, specific. Put it down. Don't just, it's literally about to stab me. It's just rude. Being nasty to waiters and yeah. things like yeah. that. Not putting your knife and fork together properly. <laughs> 
<laughs> so basically, wow. if you're going to date Lucy, you have to take her to the shard. You have to make sure that you don't point your knife at her. You've yeah. got to put your... So you've got to put your knife and fork next to each other on the plate properly to say that you finished. Is that yeah. what you mean? Yeah. So have you ever dated anyone who... Is a royalty? <laughs> I think me and my sister have both had boyfriends where we have called them out. Can you just put your knife and fork at 12 to 6 rather than 3 to, three to 9? <laughs> Anyway, not enough about me. My final one is I really hate it when you're on a first date and the person just talks about themselves oh, the entire time. And on top of it, shows off whether that's talking about mm. how much money their family have or where, like, where they went to school. school. Just some element that makes them almost superior. Yeah. And I just really hate that. I think that kind of thing can just come yeah. up quite subtly rather than being like, oh, I actually went to Wellington and we have a family yeah. home in Courchevel. Do you know what oh. really confuses me when people do that is sometimes they'll start showing off about stuff. And then they start like naming their friends by name. And be like, oh yeah, mm. Georgie was like, oh mate, yeah, that's, this, yeah, that. And it's just like, so I, haven't, I haven't met them. Mm. And I they're talking about this big night out yeah. and like how crazy George like did this crazy thing. And you're like, I don't know them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Mine are, I think talking about your ex is pretty bad. I yeah. mean, it's fine to mention them. It's more than fine because it's good to almost know that someone's dated other people yeah. or maybe had a serious relationship Makes with us. You just know when they talk about them a little bit too much yeah. and then you're like are you not over yeah. them there's feelings still you know? there also you don't yeah. really know how to react when someone talks about their ex a lot yeah. the worst thing is when you start almost giving advice that might help yeah. them catch up <laughs> yeah. like, you guys should talk yeah. you guys should go on a date I'll just leave definitely been really understanding in the past I can Actually, imagine you doing really well at that and they start like crying onto your shoulder <laughs> get it all out you know, what you know, I do basically I just turn into a therapist though and <laughs> then what happens is you accidentally put yourself in, in a weird friend zone therapy yeah. zone and then <laughs> and then you just end up being like a mum to them and yeah. that is not a good vibe it's not the it's so, not the way back sexy casual vibe you're not, right not, not no it's yeah. just really not it's it a, red a red flag. flag I was actually just talking to my housemate this morning and she said she went on a date with a guy a few months ago and firstly he talked a lot about Burning Man for like an oh, hour oh, which is no. which is like it's just People who are full of themselves talk about Burning Man a lot. Yeah. It's just like, oh, you know, I go every year and like, wear these little hats and everyone shares everything. And for, it's people a really who don't, for people who don't know, Burning Man is this festival in like, yeah. the desert in America yeah. and it's kind of like Mad Max vibe and it costs quite a lot, right? Yeah, and it's for very wealthy people. Yeah, celebs go like Harold Levine goes mm. and she every year and it's, yeah, look it up. Yeah, I mean, it looks fun, I'm not going to lie, but it is a certain type of person who goes there and, and talks about it all the fucking time. Anyway, so she's on this day, and then he starts talking about how his friend had flown a uh, aeroplane, his his own aeroplane into it. It's just one of those places. That's the vibe. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty standard, really. He was there with his ex at the time, and him and his ex had always wanted to join the Mile High Club, of course. Oh my god, I think I can see yeah, where this it's, is going. It's cringe already. They basically asked their friend if he could fly this plane and if they could then have sex on the plane just to fulfill his fantasy not only does he tell her this he then gets out his phone and shows her a picture no. of them both naked oh, after they've had sex what and she's on the plane on the plane during were they naked naked fully naked. naked and obviously she's like I don't know what to say to that you look good like yeah. I'm happy for you and your ex Do you congrats congrats babe it's like yeah have sex it's like cool good for you so do I <laughs> yeah that's what are yours oh, like, what's I, your? I really agree with the bad Manners thing and people talking about themselves. Another thing that actually, and this is maybe a bit mean that that kind of irritates me a bit, is if someone maybe gets a bit too serious and a bit too sad on the first date. So I went on this date with this 
guy um, and his grandma had just died. Oh. Literally a couple of weeks before and the oh, funeral was God. the day before our date. Oh. And he was the person that suggested this day for the day. And I could kind of tell at the beginning he like wasn't really himself, was like a bit nervous and a bit shy. And then we kind of got talking and it was like, yeah, it was like my grandma's funeral yesterday. And we literally spent an hour talking about his grandma and oh. their relationship. And I was like, you seem like a really nice guy, but I'm not having fun. Yeah. And this was probably the wrong time for you to go on a date. Yeah, I agree. I think it's so important to know when to put yourself out there. When someone's super nervous, I empathise with them, but I'm not attracted to them. No, it wasn't, and it, it wasn't hard. makes you just feel so weird. He was probably doing it just to take his mind off it. Yeah. Unfortunately, you were the person that yeah. had to facilitate and that's that. your time. Yeah, that's it was my day time. too. Yeah. Come on. Take that back. <laughs> Reclaim your time. So I'm guessing you never saw him again. No, I didn't. Fair I didn't. Enough. I think at the end of the day, like, yeah, obviously set my condolences. He went to give me a hug and I think I just waved at him. You I still, I still feel bad about that. How did you wave? Like, during the hug? No, well, he kind of like looked like he was going for a hug and I kind of just like waved like I'm doing like a teeny tiny, like, little teeny tiny, teeny tiny, get away from me wave. I hope he's okay. I hope he's feeling alright about his grandma now. Lots of love to you. <laughs> so we did a little Instagram call out and we've had a lot of the same answers actually. A lot of you are very angry. A lot of you are very <laughs> angry about people talking about their exes on dates. Being late, people who talk about themselves too much has come up a lot. People looking at their phones. Oh, that is so Oh my god. god, why didn't I think of that? So I was on a date once and this guy answered a call from his mum and I felt really torn about it because I was like, I know it's your mum. And basically she her, her printer had broken off and he was answering it. <laughs> and I think he thought he was being really cute yeah. and being like oh I'm really good friends with my mom. like look at us we're really sweet but he was literally on the phone for like 15 minutes no, and I was rude. like I don't know how to react that to this because I can't rude. say anything apart from smile it was awkward that's rude I think unless it's an emergency I think it's fucking rude it's, it's so, so, rude. Rude. so rude other ones that you guys suggested are being fucking rude to waiters do you know what something I've noticed as well not only being rude to waiters but sometimes if you're on a date and this happens a lot in London someone homeless might come up to you and I think mm. that's a real telling sign oh of how nice Oh my god, nice that is, is so true. And it yeah. always that happens when you're on a date, so doesn't it? Okay, what do you yeah. do? So I always wait to see what they do because I think it's a good reaction. And if I've got a bit of change, I'll give it to them or whatever. Mm. But it's always really awkward if they're really rude about it. Or, you know, if like someone comes and asks for change or food or whatever. And, you know, if they're like, oh, I'm really sorry, I don't have any change or whatever, then okay, I'm like, fine. Or if they've given some money, they're like, great. But if someone homeless then walks away and they start being like oh god yeah. or like giving it a bit of that you're like oh that's such a red flag it always depends on how they react when yeah. the person's gone like yeah. that's the ticket it's not about the giving the money or what have you it's when they go because yeah. they might give the money and go I fucking hate doing yeah. that and that is when you know that's so yeah. true Okay, Josh, we have been talking about basically things that really irritate us on dates. Mm. And I'd love to hear what you think girls do that is an absolute <laughs> no-no on a date. 
What I've learned is, no matter how independent, strong-minded, or, you know, free-spirited <laughs> girls are in, in 2019, everybody apparently wants the guy to plan everything. Mm. You know, you speak to people and they're like, oh, what do you want to do? And I'm like, well, do you not have any preferences? Do you not have any taste? What if I say something and it's shit? Are you going to tell me? So I feel like there's always quite a lot of pressure for guys to pick a good spell and you you never know how low-key to go, how high-key to go. Do you do dinner? I never do dinner on a first date. Is it day. the Shard or is it McDonald's? Exactly. I mean, somewhere in the middle is a happy medium. I never, ever do dinner on a first date. I don't think girls want that. I don't no, I think it's a bit intense because you can't escape if you hate them. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. I personally would like to see more girls take a more active interest in planning to take some of the stress off. Yeah. Like, maybe if you suggested to a guy a, just a broad theme, just the theme of place you want to go, the sort of type of bar, give them some, some fucking clue, which is helpful. I think something I'm very conscious of is not talking about myself too much. I think mm. a lot of guys who maybe think their job's really sick when it's really not, like, they sell, they just, you just sell insurance, mate. It's not that deep. They talk, do, you, do you think that... That's more of a male trait than it is a female trait. Big yeah. time. I think the amount of guys that will brag about their job is way longer than the the list of girls that will do the same. Mm, strong agree. Yeah. I also think girls. Well, this is this is kind of a like life advice generally. Is girls are very perceptive and they sort of know when you're not listening to them. Also, I've noticed that some girls are quite funny about the paying thing. So, In what way? So I, I gen generally think that I would probably offer to pay the first date. Like, I don't mind it, usually. But if you ask someone out on a date, I think it's fairly common. But a few girls that I've been out with have been really weirdly insistent about, like, paying either for both of us or for just themselves. Mm. I mean, I personally don't give a shit one way or the other. I'm like, I don't care. But a lot of people read a lot into that. Yeah. And I think maybe some people feel like if you pay for them, then you're sort of expecting them to, you know, go back to yours or, mm. You're, you're sort of buying their attention in a way you know actually in a lot of cases it's sort of like can I just pay really quickly so I can leave <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think it is always a bit of an awkward thing I honestly can't remember the last time someone offered to pay for me but maybe sad. that's because <laughs> sad <laughs> I would always accept if someone's really persistent because like it's a free meal at the end that's, of the day that's the thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> why would you not <laughs> this is the thing is that so I was speaking to my friends and, and I went on this date with this girl and she paid for it and my friends were like did you not find that weird and I was like nah she paid for my drinks yeah, obviously it's why, sick why, like, why, why would you say no I think just taking gender completely out of the equation, anybody would be gassed to have something for free. Yeah. So I don't understand why people try and fight it. Like, I don't have a desire to pay. You take that responsibility away from it. Cool. Thanks a lot, Josh. Anytime. Thank you for listening to Is It In Yet? We'll be back next week. Please don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify. Bye. Bye. Bye.